Welcome back to Fig and Farm at Home, where we design happy living. I am so glad you're here with me today. We are talking about something that all of you have asked about. And you might not have asked about it verbally, but I think you're wondering, are you curious what it is? I bet you are. Here's what we're talking about today. We are talking about how you can have a little bit of personality, a little bit of uniqueness to your home style on a target budget. Are you curious? Did you, did I just ask a question that you didn't know you have? (laughs) We're going to talk about it. We're going to dive in with five ways that you can add that bit of personality and you don't have to spend a lot. That is the mission here at Fig and Farm at Home. You don't have to spend a lot. You can have big style in your home without breaking the bank. That's why we do what we do. Because, sister, until I can find that money tree in the backyard, (laughs) I don't know. It's not growing in my yard. Maybe it's growing in yours, but I have a feeling it is not. So until I know how to plant one, until I know how to harvest one, until I know if they truly exist, I am going to continue bringing you tips on a budget, and this is a good one. So you're going to want to stick around for this one. Enjoy today's show. We grew up with the phrase, home is where the heart is, but our culture has shifted, and now the message is, home should be Pinterest perfect. I'm calling BS on that message. Home. It's not about the stuff, it's about the story. And whether you know it or not, your home is a reflection of you and is already saying something. So what is it that you want it to say? Hey, I'm Danny, a former first grade teacher turned home decorator. Going from a dual income to a single income so I could stay home with my babies meant budget. Like ramen eating, goodwill shopping budget. And I learned a few things along the way. Like how to bring big style to your home without breaking the bank. And I'm sharing it all with you tips, tricks, decor, and design advice so you can learn to tell your story with your style, where you can start living free from the Pinterest perfect trap and start living a life of intention. Welcome to Fig and Farm at Home, where we design happy living and where it doesn't have to be perfect to be beautiful. I can go on and on about bringing personality to your home, bringing your unique personality to your home without spending a whole lot of money. And there are so many ways to do it. It just requires thinking a little bit outside of the box. So today I'm going to give you five ways for you to jumpstart those ideas so that you can create your unique style. You can bring your unique style and your personality into your own home space. And the ones that I'm mentioning are just a starting spot. So make sure that you sit with it for just a while so that you can start thinking about ways that you can bring this big personality to your space in your own way, in a way that represents you and your family, in a way that speaks your design language, whatever that is. Okay, are you ready? Grab that notebook if you haven't already, and let's dive in. The first thing that you can do in order to bring your own personalized style to your home without spending a whole lot is to add whimsy. Now, whimsy can mean something different to everyone. To me, it is the unexpected. It is the conversation starter. It is the eye-catching moment. It is the eye candy. Those are the things that to me mean whimsical. So a couple things that come to my mind straight away are things like wall treatments, things like unexpected color on wall treatments, like black shiplap instead of the white. What about having wallpaper? Don't be intimidated by wallpaper. In fact, I'm going to link in the show notes a blog post I wrote about how you can bring wallpaper and decide which wallpaper is right for you if you're just getting started. 
there are a couple different ways you can hang it. So making sure that you know what you're getting into before you get in is a good idea. But you don't have to do wallpaper. You could do stencils. You could do stickers or decals. You could do things like that that make the illusion, create the illusion of wallpaper, but not really. But not only wallpaper, think about this. Now, if your budget is Target or Ikea, you might already have a Target or Ikea bookshelf. Have you thought about bringing wallpaper to the back of that or painting the back of the bookshelf? And if you don't have a backing to your bookshelf, that's an easy fix. Going to the local Lowe's to grab your a piece of, uh, I was going to say PDF, that's not the right, <laughs> not technology. We want MDF, right? We want plywood. If you go and you grab that, if you know the dimensions, you can have Lowe's cut the cut it for you the dimensions you want you do have to pay for the whole piece but you can have them cut it for you grab that paint the backing or add the wallpapering before you put that backing onto the bookshelf that was the ikea or target price and then attach it to the back and that adds a touch of whimsy a wonderful inexpensive touch of whimsy let's keep going on the bookshelf for a minute Think about where you might have art on your bookshelf. Do you have art on your bookshelf or is it all books or is it all tchotchkes? We're going to talk about that in just a minute. But one thing I want you to think about is if you have art on your bookshelf, is it just resting on the shelf? Okay, if it is, let's make it so that it is just a bit more whimsical. Here are some ideas. Instead of resting it on the shelf, Try attaching it to the wall or the backing of the bookshelf so that it looks like it is hanging on a wall, but it's just on the back of the bookshelf. That creates depth and layers and texture and it adds visual interest. It also breaks up the sight line of the books that are on there. Another thing you can do is you can, if you have a little bit more of a robust bookshelf, maybe one that is not necessarily ikea or target because those can be a little bit thin but if you have maybe added molding to these to make them look more substantial make it appear to be a built-in or you do have built-ins you can add the art to the front of the bookshelf what do i mean by that this is hard to picture but those little casings in between each shelf those moldings or the casings or whatever you want to call them those dividers that can hold art you can put art right there. And it creates a little bit of visual interest in, a, in, an, in an unexpected way. And if those two things are my definition of whimsy, that fits the bill. What about for you? What would it be for you? What kind of whimsical touch can you have? Another idea I have in my home, I have all kinds of plants. I absolutely love having them around. But right at my front door, I have a vintage bicycle plate that has a name on it and that name is Arthur and I have put that bicycle plate on a plant stake and I have staked it right in my plant. It's a little bit interesting. Arthur, there's no one named Arthur in my family that is not my last name and there are times when I have people coming to the door, the solicitors will say, and they say, is your last name Arthur? No, it's not. It's the plant's name. <laughs> That's unexpected. It's it adds just a little bit of character, a little bit of whimsy, a little bit of personality to that outdoor space and gives you just a teeny tiny peekaboo as to what you can expect inside. Do I name all of my plants? I don't, but I do name Arthur and I do have one other plant name in my home, in my master bedroom, and her name is Mildred. So what does whimsy mean to you? To me, it means the unexpected and a conversation starter. And if that's what it means to you, 
think about ways that you can add that into your own home in a way that fits your personality. The second thing that you can do to create a personalized style that really reflects you that doesn't cost a lot is to up-level the way that you style the things that you have in your home. And up-leveling is a little tricky because it means that you need to be intentional with the way that you put things on your shelf, on your tables, on your mantles, on your piano tops, on your coffee tables, wherever you're putting your things, it means to be mindful of and intentional with the way that you're putting them on there. The way that you're hanging your art, the way that you're placing your books, the way that you are putting the plants out. Being intentional with the placement creates the illusion of and the look of elevation. It doesn't really matter if you have a $5 Target bookend compared to the $55 Pottery Barn bookend. The way that you place those two things is what sets it apart. So I really want you to hear that. It's not about how expensive the thing was. It's not about how expensive the vase was or the pot was. It doesn't matter if you bought it at Restoration Hardware or Anthropology or if you got it from the thrift store. It is all about how you put it on display. And right here is where I feel like I need to mic drop. <laughs> where I feel like I can say, okay, that is the secret. There you go. You've got the secret. But you need to know how to do that, right? You need to know how to put things on display on your bookshelf, on your mantles, on your credenzas, your tablescapes, your coffee tables, all of the places so that it looks elevated. And that is what my bookshelf style guide is for. That is to teach you how to use my system, my formula for creating the layers and the depth and the textures, all the things that make it work together, that set your 77 cent vase apart from the Anthropology $77 vase. It doesn't really matter the price point. It really matters how you put it out, how you style it. So if you keep finding yourself asking that question, I want my home to look personalized. I want it to look special to me. I want it to look like a designer walked through the door. This is a skill that is going to be helpful in attaining that. It just is. So I will put that link in the show notes as well. It is my bookshelf style guide. But again, I don't want you to be confused that it is only for bookshelves. It is the formula I use and you can use it for any flat surface styling. So grab that link if you're at all curious, and you might be surprised at the price point. Affordable, attainable, and it was created with you in mind, knowing that you girls are all on budgets. If you just dropped that $30 for that shirt that you didn't need at Target, you can afford the bookshelf style guide. Hint, hint. All right, the third thing that you can do in order to bring that personalized style, that elevated look to your home on a Target budget is to change out any of the builder grades. And I'm using builder grades as a, what would that be? A noun? Builder grades. An adjective. I'm using it as an adjective <laughs> in order to describe what it is that we all probably have in our homes. The light fixtures, the mirrors, the hardware, the doorknobs any of those I'm considering builder grade. If you change out any of those, you're going to add a little bit of personality to your space that you won't find next door. If you change out one mirror at a time in your home, maybe you have three bathrooms, maybe that is three mirrors. You change those out over the course of three months, 
you're going to have a little bit of unique personalized style. Add in the light fixture that went over the mirror in each of those bathrooms and you're going to have even more of a personalized style. So being mindful of those builder grades that kind of, if I'm being at all honest, these kind of bring down the look of a home. It can be a a new build and new builds generally have a little bit of elevated style already attached to them, but not always and not all of them. So if you change those out little by little, you're going to be adding personality to your home and it doesn't have to cost a lot. But one bonus tip for saving money as you're doing that, if you know that you want to change out three of those bathroom light fixtures, save your money, buy all three at once so that you can hire the electrician for one stop at your house. You will save money by having them come over one time or her coming up, come over one time to change those out than having them come over one at a time for the next several months. So extra bonus tip for you. Another side bonus, when you are wanting to make some change in your home and it requires a little bit of skill level that you're maybe you're not quite comfortable with doing on your own, maybe getting hubby to join you, he's a little too busy, isn't as invested in the project as you are, but you know you can do it with a little bit of help ask a girlfriend, ask a girlfriend to see if they can come over and help. Now, I don't want to just say, ask the girlfriend, ask the girlfriend. And if she has a similar project she wants to do trade, she helps you, you help her. Or if she is super, super handy and she has already done some of these projects, see if there's a trade that would be beneficial for her. Maybe she's already hung wallpaper. Maybe she can change out light fixtures herself. Maybe she's changed out doorknobs ask her, see if she can come and help you so you can learn, but then trade her for something that she needs that you might be able to provide, like childcare, like picking up the groceries for her, like transporting her kiddos to the three sporting events that she doesn't have time to do, like making her dinner one night a week for five weeks. Be creative. There are always solutions to the problems that you might have. The fourth thing that you can do to add that personalized style on a target budget is to build it yourself. I know, I know sometimes building yourself can be a little bit tricky. It can be a little bit not your skill set. It can be a little bit intimidating. It can be a little bit frustrating if you try and it's not so great. In fact, you know what? I'm going to stop there. If that is you, I want you to go back and listen to last week's episode where I talked about appropriately assigning yourself and practicing DIY skills in order to make these things your skill set. Make these things that you are convinced that you are no good at, making them a skill that you know how to do and to be confident in them, to grow in confidence so that you can really and truly create this home that you love. So if your DIY skill is not capable enough right now today of building the bookshelf, that's okay. Can you add molding to the bookshelf that you already have in order to make it look like a built-in? I bet you can do that. I bet you can do that. If you are not good at tiling your, retiling your floor and it is just cost prohibitive to do that, I don't know. Can you paint your tile floor if that's something that you feel like would be an appropriate thing for you to do? Now, by the way, disclaimer right here, stop, urge. <laughs> Don't go painting your floor if you have not done the research. Again, that is back in last week's episode. There are some things that you can do when you, you were not quite sure and you 
jump the gun because you're so you're so hasty for a design change that you jump the gun and don't do the research for and it can maybe do the opposite of what you're intending it can maybe make your home look a little taped together and I don't want that for you I want you to make sure that you're doing it well so again go back and listen to last week make sure that you're biting off the thing that you can chew not more than you can chew but can you I mean can you paint your tile floor sure in my $400 laundry room redo it's not tile floor I have but it's laminate floor and I hate it hate's a really strong word I really feel badly about using that word but I just don't like it (laughs) I don't like it strongly enough that it just makes me want to gag what did I do I painted it now would I have painted it 10 years ago you know what, I'm going to be honest, I probably would have. Would I have painted it 20 years ago? Probably not. But I painted it and I am absolutely loving it. Okay, stop right there again. I have a lot of segues today. If you're following along on that $400 laundry room redo, here's what you need to know. It is still a work in progress. It is not finished, sadly, but life has gotten so incredibly busy the last three weeks all in good ways. It's been good, but it has been so incredibly busy. I didn't get the laundry room finished in the time frame I wanted. It's not a big deal, but you may be wondering, gosh, did she forget about us? Did she forget to send us the update? No, I have not forgotten. Life has been busy. I am sending you an oopsie because, oops, I made a mistake, a big one that cost me a little bit of time, and that is being remediated this week. So look for your inbox tomorrow. You're going to see what it is I made a mistake on that's going to cost, that has cost me an entire week. Not any more money, just time. So look for that in your inbox. See if you notice what it was that I made a big oopsie on, and stay tuned because a reveal is coming. But back on track, the number four thing that you can do to add that personality to your home is to build it. If you are not necessarily able to build a bench, we'll say, but you found a bench that you love and you can just reupholster it, that's what I mean by build it. Adding just that little bit of touch, that little bit of extra that makes it look like something you did not just purchase at Target. There is nothing absolutely wrong with Target. I love Target. I spend way too much money at Target. And my little red card will beep in approval every time it says, hey, you saved so much money. But there is something to say about having the personality to your home's design that is different than the person next to you, the aisle over at Target, filling up their cart with the same thing that you are. But you can start with the foundation pieces and then add something to it. The molding for the bookshelf, the cover for the bench, things like that. And the fifth thing that you can do to add that personal touch to your home, that unique touch that doesn't look like Target, but you do have the Target budget, this one is my very favorite. This one is so easy to do and I think often overlooked, and that is shop small. Skip Target. And instead of shopping at Target, go to thrift stores, go to antique malls, go to flea markets, go to secondhand stores, shop on sites like Etsy, go to bazaars or craft fairs or garage sales, go there. You can find such fun pieces at things like garage sales or flea markets, antique malls. You can find so much fun stuff that you won't necessarily find at Target. You might find things from the 70s or the 80s or the 20s or the 30s or whatever 
that can complement the aesthetic you have going on in your home, but you will not be able to find nowadays. One of my absolute favorites. So the next time you're looking for a pot for your plant, instead of saying, I'm going to go to Target, go to your local thrift store. Go to the antique mall that is in your little downtown area. Go there and see if you can find something there first. I think you'll be glad that you did. All right, girls, I hope that you enjoyed today's show. If you have added a touch of whimsy to your home, if you have shopped small and found something that you absolutely love, if you have built something yourself, I want to know about it. I want you to post it in our Facebook group, our free community, where we are encouraging each other to create and craft homes that we absolutely love. Pop on over there. I'll put the link below in the show notes. And don't forget, you can grab your bookshelf style guide so you can up-level all the things. You can find that link in the show notes as well. Until next time, I'll see you soon. Hey, real quick before you go, if you learned something new or found value in today's podcast, would you head over to iTunes to Fig and Farm at Home and leave a review and subscribe to the show? That would be awesome. And if you'd like to connect with my community of mamas who are learning to be intentional storytellers within their own homes, join us at bit.ly forward slash design 101 group. There's always more room at the table. See you soon.